Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. And as you can see, if you're watching, I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, we have done some shows in the past. It's been a while though. It's been a while. So we're rebooting. But uh, looking forward to having a, a great conversation and talking about some things to come for us as it relates to podcasting and other content that we're producing. But uh, glad that you joined us today. If you are watching and not listening, well, hopefully you're listening while you're watching, but watching and listening, thank you for doing that. Make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Subscribe and then hit the notification bell. That lets you know when other content comes online. And uh, we want to make sure that you're not only subscribed, but that when the new episodes come out and other content that is put on that channel, that you will be able to receive that. If you're listening and not watching, please take some time to go over to the YouTube channel later on. That would be great as well. And uh, you can go to YouTube. You can find the channel. Just search for my name, Jeremy Stallnicker. You'll find it there. And uh, again, you can subscribe. You can hit that notification bell. It's a great place as well to leave comments, to share content out, and a really good place to interact. And uh, thank you for that. If you are a Spotify user, and I know many of you are, Spotify now allows us to put video on their platform. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can also get the video there. They make it very, very convenient because you can listen to the audio or watch the video all in one place. So you can check that out as well. Thank you for doing that. If you would like more information about me, you can find my bio, uh, all of my contacts to socials. All of that is there as well as other podcasts that I'm involved in. You can just go simply to jeremystallnecker.com, jeremystallnecker.com, and uh, everything about me and more is there. So go ahead and check that out. That would be awesome. Uh, looking forward to our conversation today. Uh, for those of you that are not watching, my guest today sitting with me in studio. We don't have a lot of in-studio guests. It's my wife, Susana. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Really <laughs> well, I really appreciate it. Um, many of you may know, uh, and if you don't, that's okay, but we, for quite a while, had a podcast that we were doing every week mm -hmm. called The Imperfect Show. And then we stopped because life. Basically. Yeah, life gets crazy sometimes. Yeah. But uh, we're getting ready to, uh, to reboot The Imperfect Show, and we just wanted to start today by talking about some of... Uh, kind of the, the overarching themes of that show, what we'll be discussing, what we'll be talking about, and then we're going to get back into that in the next couple of weeks. But I uh, wanted to have an opportunity today to really discuss um, life <laughs> and the goal of life. And we call it The Imperfect Show, the show that we've done together, the show that we'll continue to do in the coming weeks and we'll release in the next couple of weeks. We call it The Imperfect Show because we talk about life, we talk about relationships, we talk about having kids, we talk about all of these things that, that are important, but we try to talk about them and deal with these topics with a very basic understanding. All of life is imperfect. We are imperfect. And the goal in all of this, whether it's learning from podcasts, learning from other people, reading books, uh, getting information on how we can do the things that we need to do, uh, none of that should be done or received with the goal of perfection. And yet, often what we see, particularly in our world of social media, and we see on television and in movies and in conversations with the people that we know, what we see is this, this presentation. Uh, really, it's a facade of perfection. Everyone in the world wants the rest of the world to think that they've got it all figured out. And so we put up this facade of perfection. Social media, again, makes it very easy because uh, you can use filters and you can cut out 
the parts that didn't work and you can make it look as though you know exactly what you're supposed to do. That's social media. Uh, we go to our office. We do our work. Again, we always put our best foot forward because we want to keep our jobs. We want people to think we know what we're doing even when we don't. Uh, we go to dinner parties and spend time around families. Whatever the environment's in, we try to look as though maybe not perfect, but very close to perfect. But it's a facade. And that facade is something we hide behind. And many of us, most of us, if you're normal, <laughs> uh, live behind that facade and feel like there's a threat that those on the outside will figure out we don't have it all figured out. Those who are looking in, they see the facade and we are afraid. Sometimes there's anxiety. There's this insecurity that others will figure out we don't know what we're doing or we don't know as much as we want them to think. Uh, we come to the conclusion that if we don't defend ourselves, if we don't maintain that facade, then others will realize we've been lying. We're fake. We're a fraud. And that's just not the case. All of us have insecurities. All of us have um, fears and anxieties. None of us are perfect, even though that's what the world tells us, that we need to put up this perfect image. And, and so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Perfection is never the goal. And then in the weeks ahead, we'll continue with The Imperfect Show. And that really is the theme of The Imperfect Show, is how to live in an imperfect world when you're an imperfect person around other imperfect people. But today we just want to talk about perfection a little bit and uh, really understanding the goal in life is not, should not, ever be perfection. That was a really long introduction. Long. It's okay, though. It I wasn't it's very, perfect, though. It's very clear. But it wasn't perfect. No. No, because nothing is perfect. <laughs> Um, we've talked a lot about this, and, and I know that, you know, even as you work with, with women, you run the Mighty Oaks Foundation's women's program, you work a lot with women. Uh, we talk about identity, we talk about struggles, not just that women have, but that's kind of where you're focused a lot of the time. Um, and, and it's funny because we think there's men's problems and women's problems. We're all insecure, we all struggle with, with these things. Uh, but maybe talk about this idea of perfection and imperfection and facades. <laughs> um, talk about that for a minute and how you've seen that play out in, in the lives of maybe yourself, but um, the people that you work with. Um, really, I feel like the, I think the idea of perfectionism in society, even as it has to do with women, especially, I think. But I like that you mentioned that it's not just women, it's men, right. it's, it's yeah. everybody has this um, thing in their lives that we're almost afraid to allow other people to know that we're not perfect or that we don't have it all figured out. And I think that it is in, in every community and every aspect of life, there's just this fear that if people really know that I don't have life figured out, I don't have motherhood figured out, I don't have being a wife figured out, I don't have life figured out, that um, they will not want to be my friend, they won't, don't, mm. won't want to be around me. But I feel like the opposite is actually true because if you are transparent, if you're authentic, if you're honest about who you are, you know, your mistakes, your successes, and um, I feel like that even allows people to feel like okay even <laughs> with their imperfections and to understand that we don't have to strive for this unattainable goal that everyone kind of has these this set for themselves. And it's really kind of unspoken, which is, I think, again, is really interesting. It's like these unspoken expectations that we have of mm. each other, that we have of ourselves, and um, we just kind of set this for ourselves, and we're just afraid to maybe admit that we don't have it have it figured out. 
And so I feel like a lot of it is kind of rooted in fear when we have this idea of perfection in these areas of our life. Do you think that people believe, this would be all people, believe that other people have it figured out, that somehow we don't measure up to perfection is you know is pretty big but but we don't measure up to the level of other people and we don't want them to know that it's a weird thing because we know we're not perfect we know what's going on in the inside we know what our fears and anxieties are we know when we're projecting something that's not 100% true but do we do that because we believe that what we see in other people on other people's social media platforms and when other people are at work and when other people are at dinner parties or at church that what we see is real or why why can't we be more honest with people that are broken and imperfect just like us um i'm not sure how i feel about i don't know what i think about that really i think in some cases yes you look at some people and you're like they their life is perfect they have it all figured out their marriage is perfect they have perfect kids they have it all like on the outside, everything looks good, yeah. but then if you get to know them a little bit, it honestly seems like, oh yeah, they really do have, I think with some people it is the, that, the, that way. But with other people, it's sometimes more easy to be real and to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because they've been that way with you or if it's kind of a mutual understanding. And so I do feel like it depends on the relationship that you have with the people that you're looking at, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I mean, I. I know that social media influences us a lot, and I just have to believe that those who project this image of, I've got it all figured out, I know the answer to every question, my life is perfect, things are going really well, that they struggle with the same things the rest of us struggle with. The camera's not on all of the time, the post is not always being written, and there are a lot of things they don't share. There seems to be a subconscious belief, though, that they really are, that their whole life is like that. I think that's one thing that influences us. I don't think it's it's the whole thing that influences us to feel insecure about ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it's just the strangest thing to me that we look at other people and think, why can't I be like them? Mm-hmm. Why am I not as good as them? When really what they're doing is projecting as well. Yeah. It's it's a facade that they're presenting as well. Unless, you know, some people are transparent about mm-hmm. that. But um, a lot of people aren't. I, and I think one of the places that I, I've seen this, clearest, at least for me, and you and I have talked to a lot of couples who are in couples ministry. Mm -hmm. So they write books, they spend all their time talking about how to have the right kind of marriage. That would then, you know, kind of spill over into how to raise the right kind of kids. And you would think if you didn't know them very well, that their marriage is perfect, that when they have some kind of friction point or conflict, they go through the checklist of things they said that other people should do. But most of the time, at least you know my experience, and you can talk about this as well, has been that that's that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Truth remains true whether a person you know lives by it or not. So I'm not saying they shouldn't say those things, but the struggles that people have personally do not always translate into what they present publicly. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's uh, sometimes not helpful because we look at the experts, the people who have it all figured out, and they share their thoughts, their ideas, their techniques but they never share the struggles they have with all of that. Mm -hmm. It's true. I feel like there's a balance there, too, because um, I feel like people tend to go either way, especially, you know, when you're talking about in uh, couples ministry or when you're looking at 
people who speak on marriage or write on marriage and do all these things, I feel like there's a balance there. There's a balance of either presenting yourself as if you have it all figured out. Right. Or presenting yourself as if you have nothing figured out and you're just sure. trying yeah, to sure. make it. Sure. And so I do think there's a balance there of, you know, we've been through these things and more talking about it like it was in the past, but these are some things that we've done to get us to where we are now. But also, I think being transparent enough if you're in that position to also talk about, you know, we are still dealing with this or mm. we're still having this struggle that we're kind of working through. Or, yes, that was in the past, but that's kind of translated into some issues that we have now. Right. And this is how we work through right. it. And so I do feel like there's a balance there of how how people present themselves and then how, you know, other couples, you know, if we're using that example, are looking to people like that is, um, you know, yes, well, that was then for them. You know, it's been this many years and now they don't have any more problems. Right. Um, or, you know, it becomes very real because, you know, we've, we will never have arrived. And so we're all just working towards, you know, I think this is one of the things we're going to talk about, progress. Yeah. And so I think that's what life is like. And so to be real enough to talk about, you know, we're progressing towards these, this goal that we have. And we're yeah. never going to have a perfect marriage. We're never going to have perfect relationship. Right. We're not going to have perfect kids. But this is what we're working towards, and we're always working towards this. So more presenting ourselves as if, you know, where we haven't arrived, but these are some things that we are working towards. So I think there's a balance there yeah. in either presenting yourself like a complete mess, and I have nothing figured out. Right, and I sure. feel like there's sure. some social media platforms or some people that you might follow on social media where that's how they present themselves as moms, as wives. You know, to be transparent as as transparent as possible. Right. I'm a complete mess all yeah, of the time, sure. <laughs> which that might be true for you. But I feel like some people tend to go that direction yeah. as well. They find comfort in that mess yes, somewhere. In like, yeah. for the sake of transparency, I'm going to tell you everything right. and be you know. But I'm a mess all the time, <laughs> or I am absolutely perfect and I have no problems. Right. I feel like there is a balance there because of all of us. Some days find ourselves in the place of I'm a complete mess. Sure. And all of us have days like that. Yeah. But you know, if we're if we're moving towards progress in life, if we're moving towards not perfection, but you know, some of the things that we're gonna right. be talking about today. Right. Um, if we have goals in our life that we're working towards in relationships with our kids, um, in our you know work life, even all those things, then we're going to be progressing towards that, and we're gonna have more balance between the days of complete mess and the days mm. of okay, I'm doing yeah. fine. Right. And so I think that's in you know, in, in every area of how we present ourselves. Yeah. There's that, that saying, I haven't heard for a long time, but it, it goes something like this. I'll probably get it wrong. I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I was. Mm-hmm. It, it's something yeah. like that. And it's, it's that idea of I'm moving toward a goal. I'm not there yet, but I'm not where I was either. And I, I think that's so important. We talk on this, on this podcast, you know, the March or Die podcast. Well, the principle of the March or Die podcast, or one of the basic principles, is there will be difficulty in your life. This is not about overcoming to the point where you never have struggles. It's mm-hmm. it's acknowledging that in your life, if you're trying to make forward progress, you're going to have times where things don't work, or bad things happen, or you just you know you're a jerk for no no good reason. I mean, this is this is life. But understanding that, you need to learn how to continue to move forward in spite of that. A lot of people hit those walls and they say, well, forget it. I'm not moving forward. And I think that's the people that they just like to wallow in. Mm-hmm. I'm broken. They use that word a lot. I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm broken. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm a complete mess. I'm a disaster. And they f- somehow get other people around them that make them feel good for being in that mess. That's not the goal either. Mm-hmm. It's not perfection, but it's not that. It, it's making that forward progress. And I think that's that's really important. And the transparency that comes along with, 
with what you just said. And I think authenticity, that's the word, is just be authentic. Yeah. Be who you are. Sometimes you mess up and sometimes you've got it figured out. Sometimes you're very helpful and sometimes you need help. And mm-hmm. that's, that's all okay. Yeah, it can be so hopeful to kind of present a message like that. I feel like when I see people and, you know, there's people I follow on social media who kind of present themselves like that, and it's very hopeful. It's hopeful to uh, moms, it's hopeful to wives, it's hopeful to uh, people in general when that is more communicated as a message of hope that you'll have bad days, but there will be good days too. And there's ways that you can have the good days outweigh the bad. And really that's very hopeful and kind of communicates that message of hope to people. There are two, two concepts that I think go along with this, and I've just been thinking about this the last couple of days, so I haven't fully developed these thoughts. As you know, it's rare that I fully develop a thought before <laughs> I start talking about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> but two things. One is pride, and the other one is control. Mm-hmm. I think pride and control are very closely related. But often the reason people set perfection as the goal, and they live their lives in this, this state of anxiety and frustration, is because they want to control everything that happens in their life. Now, it's interesting because I, 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 I talk about this a lot. We need to control what we can control. I believe in that. I believe control the controllables. But beyond what you can control, what's been placed in your hands, there needs to be faith and trust in God and allowing God to work. Um, you know, there's a, a term, um, obsessive-compulsive disorder. Uh, obsessive-compulsive disorder is... It's a disorder, right, which means it's diagnosed by a clinician, by someone who's a doctor, I guess. But, but, but basically what it is is I must control everything in my life. And if I don't have control, then I'm going to lose control. I'm going to not be able to function. And a lot of people can't function when they can't control their kids, when they can't control their schedule, when they can't control their environment in their home or in another place. And, you know, they just can't continue. They can't function because things aren't right. Well, that connects to, or I don't know, there's, there's a belief there, whether you would say it or not then, that you are God, or you're at least equal with God. Now, you may say you're a person of faith, and you believe in God, and you believe there are things that only God can do, but if you're trying to control every area of your life, and you are not experiencing joy and peace in your life if you don't have control, then really you've pushed God aside and you said, I'm going to take it from here. Mm-hmm. And that's extremely, extremely dangerous. Now we all, I think, tend to veer into that lane once in a while. But if you live there, you've pushed God out and said, I'm going to be God in my life. And you're going to fail because you can't be God. Mm-hmm. I think pride is a huge issue. I would definitely agree with that as far as not being you know, transparent in that way and trying, striving for perfection, I guess, is... Um, Pride, it's pride, and it's, pride. it's a prideful person who won't admit to struggles, who won't admit to even themselves some of the things that ways that they fail in life or things that they could have done better. And so I think pride along with fear is kind of, I feel like mm. those two things are the things that would keep people from moving forward in, you know, imperfection yeah. and just re- understanding that, that that's, that's never going to be a goal, that should not be a goal. Um, and also, um, I feel like those two kind of go together, yeah. is pride and fear. And it's interesting, when you look at the Bible, you know, the Bible says of Satan that he was cast out of heaven because he said, I will be like the Most mm-hmm. High. <laughs> so, I, I'll be like God. I'll be God. Um, Hebrews 11, uh, Hebrews 12, 6. 12, 6, right? Um, without 
faith it is impossible to please God. Why is it impossible to please God without faith? Because we'll only ever be as good as we can possibly be. Mm -hmm. We'll be as good as we can be. Mm -hmm. But God has so much more for us than that. And until we're willing to release control and allow God to do what he wants to in our lives, uh, then we'll never be fully what he wants Mm -hmm. us to be. So control what you can control, but understand there are a lot of things that you can't control, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And you can still still experience peace and joy. So perfection... (laughs) should not be the goal. Mm-hmm. And it's perfection for your kids, it's perfection in your relationships, perfection in your workplace, perfection in your public image. If that's the goal, then you've got the wrong goal. And you may be fooling some people, but you're probably hurting some people as well. And uh, you should not have that as your goal. So the question then is, um, in all of this, well then, what should be my goal? And I think, you know, we could talk about a lot of different things, but uh, there are a couple of things that, I look at and say, well, if being perfect is not the goal, then I can focus on this. What are those controllables? What are the things I can control? And and one of those is is progress. I think all of us have heard the phrase progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. But but truly, that's it. It's it's continuing to move forward. That's why I have the March or Die show, because it's all about principles for moving forward. How do we move forward? Progress. The question is not, are you perfect? Do you have it all figured out? Are you the best mom or dad in the world? Are you the best husband or wife in the world? Are you the best employee or employer in the world? The question is, are you getting better? Are you moving forward? That's not tied to speed, rate. Mm-hmm. It's just about progress. Yeah. Uh, just You just mentioned the best, Are we? am I the best mom in the world? And for, we just had Mother's Day on Sunday. Yeah. So um, Mother's Day. I think it's very... The happiest day of the year. <laughs> um, I have not always enjoyed Mother's Day since I've become a mom. Because to me, it always was a day where I had... I felt like I was faced with my imperfections as a mom. Mm. And I was faced with all the reasons that I'm not the perfect mom, I'm not the best mom, why that should be a day that I should not be celebrated. And I started thinking that that was an issue of pride for me (laughs) because I was striving for perfection in the area of being a mom. And so much of of that was pride. Um, And also it's based on other people's performance as well. And so like Mm. what you were saying is is you cannot strive for perfection because it involves other people. And um, if you're, if you being a perfect mom lies on the fact or rests on the fact that your kids are going to be perfect, that's never going to happen. And so me not wanting to be celebrated on Mother's Day was about me, and it was an issue of pride for me. And what I really had to do is look at the progress that I was making um, as a mom. And so starting to focus on that more and, um, you know, what that looked like for my kids and really how they looked at me and um, it's not so much expecting perfection of my kids, but it's expecting progress for them right. as well. And noting the progress in them and um, just allowing God to work in my life in the area of being a mom and progressing towards the kind of mom that he wanted me to be, not that I think I should be. Yeah. And so progress for me in that area of my life uh, was huge. And I'm really overcoming pride you know, in that area and allowing uh, my kids to enjoy that day because of what they saw in me mm. and then also celebrating the progress um, of how God was working in my life yeah. and how I saw him working in theirs. Yeah, that's good. I think if we're willing to look back and and see where we've come from, mm-hmm. there is a lot of hope in that. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not about being perfect. It's about making progress. Mm-hmm. I'm not back there anymore. And that's just life. I mean, that's, that's how it's supposed to work. So progress, another one is um, consistency. I, I think this is, to me, this is 
fundamental. It's foundational. This is the whole thing. Right? Everyone, uh, and, I, and I mentioned this in a blog that I wrote this week, everyone wants to be a superhero. We have so many superhero movies. Everybody wants to be a superhero, right? What is a superhero? Someone who comes on the scene when things have gotten so bad that no one else can handle it. They handle it, and then they're gone. That's a superhero, you know, as it's portrayed in media, right? There's nothing wrong with being entertained by superheroes, by the way. But the ability to get up and live consistently, consistently, that is doing the right thing the right way every day, whether people are applauding you or not. You're doing the right thing the right way every day because it's right, because that's what you can do today, because that's what you can control. So many people are waiting for their opportunity, for their chance, for that big thing to happen. But the people who really make a difference in the world are the ones who are doing the right thing the right way every day. And by the way, those opportunities come to those people. But consistency, you can control that. Am I going to get up tomorrow and do the things that I've said I'm going to do and the next day and the next day and the next day? That's not perfection, but certainly that is progress as you are consistently every day doing what you're supposed to do. And that is really, really hard but super effective. For most people, probably what's most frustrating, I think, when I think of this consistency is that sometimes those things are not seen by others. That's right. Like what you said, some people are just waiting for the opportunity and looking for that, but they're not willing to be consistent in the areas of life that others might not ever see. So when you're thinking about the workplace, you know, your performance is seen. And it's sometimes easy to be consistent in areas of life like that that is seen by others. Mm. But it's so difficult to be consistent in the area of, you know, being a spouse being a parent because a lot of times that's done at home and the only, it's only visible to those people there yeah. and um, sometimes those are the areas that are the hardest to be consistent yeah. and so I like that you said that that people are always looking for that because we're so interested in others seeing yeah. our performance and yeah. often in the area of marriage and parenting those are not seen and yeah. maybe for for your whole life or until um, you know your kids get older or you're married for a really long time, yeah. then you're able to see how that consistency day to day paid off. And um, you know it could be in the area of personal progress as well, um, in your personal life and your thought life. And, and those are areas of consistency that are so important right. because over time, those are gonna pay off. And um, I feel like it's really important to focus on those, especially the areas that are not seen by other people. Yeah, it's, it's crazy using parenting as an example I think you know our kids are older now we have a 12 year old and a 14 year old but we also have a 21 year old and a 22 year old Mm -hmm. and so people now pretty pretty often will say you've got great kids or you've done a great job raising them or something and um, you'd think that would be a source of pride when people say that but really it's very humbling Mm -hmm. to me at least maybe not to you maybe you're proud but to me it's it's humbling when people say that because you think about 22 years of just trying to do the best you can and trying to be consistent when no one is watching and your kids are going crazy and you want to quit (laughs) and and then getting up tomorrow and you do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again and what people see is 22 years later 20 years later and they go man you've got great kids we've got kids (laughs) and we haven't done a lot of things right uh, we've messed up a lot, and thankfully we've got gracious kids who, you know, are forgiving as well. But yeah, it's consistency, and that's the same in relationships. It's, mm-hmm. in, it's in everything. What people see is the very tip of the iceberg, so to mm-hmm. speak. It's what's underneath that 
built that, good, bad, or otherwise. It's yeah. it's what's underneath, and consistency is often the key there. Um, it goes to the next thing. I don't want to spend too much time. I could spend a lot of time there, but yeah. persistence is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, persistence is similar to being consistent. It's being persistent. Um, you can be consistent for a long time and then quit. I talk about that a lot on this show. Persistence is just refusing to give up. <laughs> the battles will come. The difficulties will come. The trials will come. The hurts will come. It's going to happen. I'm not going to quit. And that's a decision you make before the trials and the difficulties and the traumas come. I will continue on. I'm going to be persistent. Um, consistency without persistence, it, it stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can be consistent and then quit. You've got to make the decision to continue on before you start doing the thing every day that's going to carry you forward. Mm-hmm. That kind of that word persistency just reminds me of uh, or makes me think about that's when things get hardest that's when you choose to be consistent. So to me, I feel like it does tie into that yeah. that word yeah. um, or that thought of being consistent is persistence is deciding to be consistent when things are very hard. Right. And when right. things get hardest, you've already decided that I'm going to continue to be consistent in my life. And that's, you know, persisting through hardships, persisting through, uh, you know, maybe a work environment that's not enjoyable, persisting through, uh, you know, hard days of parenting, hard days of marriage, hard days of relationships. Maybe you're living a life right now where you don't really have friends, mm. but it's choosing to consistently uh, pursue that um, when things get hard. Yeah, yeah, persistence, so important. Uh, the next thing, we've alluded to this, we talked about this, but is uh, is growing. What should be the goal? Well, growing should be a goal. <laughs> um, this is moving forward. This is making progress, but this is growing as a person. That's a goal, and what I mean by that is you need to look for opportunities. The next one we could mention, and these two are together, is learning. You need to look for opportunities to learn what you can from everyone you can, from every situation that you can, so that you can grow. You should not be the same person emotionally, spiritually, relationally, functionally, and whatever your, your, your job or your roles are. You should not be the same person today that you were yesterday for sure, but a month ago, a year ago and on into your past. You should always be looking for opportunities to grow. And it's amazing how many people don't. They want to hit a place of equilibrium and then just stay there because growth is hard. It hurts. It requires work and extra effort. But but growth is something you can control. You can get books and listen to podcasts and uh, find a mentor and get around other people who can help you grow. You can step back from difficult situations and Ask God to show you the lessons that you should see and should have understood in those situations so that you can move forward. Growth is very, very difficult, but it's the whole thing. When you're done growing, you're really done living. When I talk about death, you can choose to march or die. Death is that. Death is is saying, I've got what I need. Uh, Everything in front of me is hard. I'm just going to stay where I am. You're breathing. You may be going to work. You may be doing whatever it is you're supposed to do, but you know you're dead. You're not making forward progress. If you're not making forward progress, if you're not uh, developing, then if you're not growing, <laughs> then you're dead. Uh, growth fueled by learning is is absolutely essential, and you can control that. And both of those areas really take a setting aside of pride, I think, for a lot of people, because once you've gotten to a certain place in your life where you feel like, I should have it figured yeah, out. This right. is my, like, I've, I'm... I'm perfect. You know, I, I figured it out in whatever area of your life that looks like, 
but we've never, you know, none of us have arrived. Right. And so it really requires us to put ourselves in an uncomfortable situation yeah. to grow and learn and think to ourselves, you know, how can I learn from this situation to grow in my life? Because there's always areas of growth for everyone. There's always areas in which we can learn, no matter how old you are, no yeah. matter, you know, what your position yeah. is in life. Uh, we all have areas that we can grow in and learn from those around us, learn from situations in our life. And so that's what we should always yeah. be striving for is uh, growth and learning in all areas of our life. Yeah, growth is so important and, and forever. Um, a good friend of ours who I've talked about before, uh, John Fulberg, he's, he's been you know, such a blessing to me. I was talking to him on the phone a couple of weeks ago and I said, John, I'm 45 years old and I feel like I should have learned this by now. He said, Jeremy, I'm in my 60s. I'm learning brand new things all the time. And he is. He's a guy who understands growth, and he's always reading and learning and asking questions. And, and, and that's it. That's the whole thing. That's how you continue to make forward progress. Mm-hmm. The last thing I would mention, and there are other things we could talk about, but the last one is I just use the word helping. <laughs> um, really, we say, well, what's the goal? It's not perfection. It's not being perfect. That goal of perfection, if you have it, is all about you. If we're being honest, it's all about what people think about you, how people feel about you, controlling everything in your life, the other things that we've discussed. Life is not about that. As you make progress, as you are consistent and persistent, as you grow because you're learning, there's a goal with all of that. It's not to feed into your own ego. It's to serve others. And God has created us and equipped us and gives us opportunity to serve others. And I I really believe that when it comes to what's the goal of life, what's my purpose, there may be some specific things underneath the purpose, but the purpose is to serve others. It's helping. It's using what you have, what God has placed in your hands, the lessons you've learned, the experiences that you've had, the skills and the opportunities to help others. And when you do that, it takes all of the focus off of what do people think about me. No one cares. (laughs) What they should think about you is, You use what you have, to whatever extent that is, to be a help and a blessing. Some people I feel like I've heard recently or spent time with people who I feel like they, um, that's their their goal in in all of it is um, almost presenting themselves like, okay, I went through this thing, now I'm perfect, so now I can help you. It is also okay to think of this area of helping you know, yeah. maybe while you're going through something or if you don't have to wait until you get to the other side of right. whatever you're struggling with or dealing with to be able to help someone else. Because sometimes it's so refreshing for someone else to be going through something maybe yeah. that you're going through at the same time. Right. And you somehow connect with them and then you're able to serve them in that way. And you're able to say, you know what, I'm still trying to figure this out because I'm right. going through this myself. And so I feel like that would be an encouragement to everybody in that area of in this, you know, looking at your life is like, our purpose is to help and serve other people, yeah. but it's not, you know, from the place of, I have this all figured out. And that's kind of what we're talking yeah. about. You know, it's remembering that we're imperfect. It's remembering that the goal is not perfection, but that we're able to still sometimes help people from that position of, I'm struggling right now and I'm trying to figure it out too. Yeah. So let's, you know, let me show you what I've already done, or maybe I can learn from you with some of the right. things that you're doing. Uh, but really working um, towards that goal of not looking at this area of helping or, you know, I think it's like what we've been talking about is not helping from an area of perfection where I have it all figured out, but being real and transparent, you know, with people maybe in our imperfection and yeah. our current struggle. Yeah, that's good. Um, I did a, a March Red podcast a few weeks ago 
um, the power of per, the per, personal power of encouragement, I think is what I called it. But it's amazing how when you look for others to encourage, to be a help to, how encouraged you then become. And when you're in a fight, sometimes survival is what you're thinking about, which leads to us making that decision to march or die, to stay where we are, or to push forward. There's so much power, even when you're in that fight, when you look up and look around and say, who, who else needs to be encouraged? Who else may be going through this? Because now it's not all about you anymore. It's not about survival anymore. It's about helping other people move forward. And there's such power in that because we were created to do that. And I think that can be a great help to you. Um, perfection will absolutely destroy you. If that's your goal, physical perfection, relationship perfection, <laughs> work perfection, whatever, if that's your goal, you're not going to make it. You're, you're going to die from the inside out. Um, but when your goal is to control what you can control, to learn, to grow, to develop, and to do all of that to help others, you are on your way to making great progress and having a meaningful, purposeful life. And there is tremendous power in that. Mm -hmm. I like that you mentioned that it's kind of taking the focus off yourself. And when I think about this area of perfectionism and all the things that we talked about today, I think that's really the, the key to all of it is taking the goal, the, the, um, taking your eyes off yourself yeah. and making the goal to look outward and to look up and to see um, how you, know, you can help and serve other people. Yeah, that's great. Um, Susanna and I are going to continue having discussions like this and, and some specific discussions. And we've done this in the past, talking about raising kids and talking about marriage and relationships and so many things, just so many things. We don't have a specific topic. A lot of couples talk about one thing. We don't know enough about any one thing to just talk <laughs> about that. But we'll talk about life. But really understanding our goal is not perfection. Our goal is, is progress and learning and growing from each other. And we want to help with that. So starting next week, The Imperfect Show will be back online. And we'll get that out to you. You can follow uh, that on social media. And we'll make sure that you know about that. But this is The March or Die Show. And I hope that you will understand if you're going to continue to push forward to march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die, you need to have the right goal. <laughs> and if perfection is your goal, unless you're Jesus, you're not going to make it. And if you think you're Jesus, you've got other problems, right? So, you're not. So you're never going to be perfect. But you can entirely 100% be who you were created to be, embrace that, and move forward for the benefit of others. And uh, when you do that, I think the decision to march, when it would be easier to stay where you are and die, that decision would be very, very easy. Hope that was a help to you. Thank you for watching. Look forward to talking to you next time. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not gonna scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.